things don't go well. Um, I'm, I'm thinking, what do you learn from this? You know, next time I know better. I hate the situations when I do the same mistake two times. You know, I hate it. I really, then I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm just cursing myself that I'm an idiot. You know. Welcome to the 40 Fit and Fabulous podcast. Join your host, Mark Slight, as he gets the best information, inspiration, help, and advice from the world's best athletes, performance coaches, and health experts so that you can look, move, and feel your best at 40 and beyond. Remember, it's never too late to live the life of your dreams. Now here's your host, Mark Slight. Hello and welcome to the 40 Fit and Fabulous podcast as we break into double figures with episode 10 and part 2 with Thomas Kernan. If you remember back to part 1, we I think we covered quite a lot of subjects we, and I also think we covered it in quite a light-hearted way. Me and Thomas hadn't spoke for quite some time before this podcast was recorded and we spent a lot of time before and catching up and I think we were still doing that in the podcast to a degree. In part two, however, we, we do tap into things a little bit more deeply. Um, we start off by talking about how Thomas coaches elite level floorball players and international floorball players and how that ethic can we could all use in our day to day life, particularly in nutrition and weight loss. And there's a lot of crossover points there where we could all learn from the habits of these top athletes. We do then get a little bit deeper into the daily life and, and particularly daily struggles and how Thomas deals himself with the daily struggles and the tough times. And sometimes they get really tough, you know, relationship breakdowns, financial ruin can get really hard. We all have to try and get through it some way or another. How does Thomas do it? We're going to get into that. But listening back to this episode, one thing that really come to my mind, and it made me think back to when Thomas would coach me at floorball, Thomas puts a lot of effort into every word, every sentence, every phrase that comes out of his mouth because he wants to get it across in the right way. He wants to get the right words across, the right tone. He wants to express himself in the clearest way possible. So as you're listening, you hear this little pause. You can, you can almost hear Thomas's brain thinking away of, of how can I get this away in the correct the correct matter. How is my how are my words going to help the person who's listening? And I think that's admirable enough for anybody to do that. But when you also think that Thomas is doing this in his second language, I think that is amazing. And to come across as clear as he does and in such an insightful way in his second language is amazing. And I and I love how he does that. And it when I think back to floorball and I used to think back to the coaching camps when I was there with Thomas because he puts so much effort into getting the right words across and the right phrase and the right tone, people are transfixed by what he's saying. They're really listening to every single word because it makes so much sense and so much thought has gone into what he's saying. You know it's true, you know it's accurate and you know it's helpful. And everyone listens to every single word that comes out of his mouth. So with that being said, I don't want to waste any more of your time here. I want to get us straight back into part two with Thomas and let Thomas share his insights into life and all the struggles and how he copes with them. So here we go, part two with Thomas Kernan. Welcome back, Thomas. Good to have you back Thank for you. part two. Uh, just as we ended part one, we started to talk about your your mindset and how 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 draining your your lifestyle can be, and particularly if you're trying to if you're trying to carry out a high level sports career as well that that you can't do it by running a day job and then being an elite athlete because it's too draining on your mind. Um, when, 
when I've worked with you previously and when you've coached me, now in the UK, the standard was a, probably, to be fair, a little bit lower than what you're used to working with because you work at quite a high level. We worked solely on, on the rink. Now, mm. when, when you go to a higher level team, mm. how much do you work on the full package? I know you work with some international teams. Do mm. you work on the mindset, the nutrition and on the rink as well? Or are you just focused purely on the floorball skills on the rink? I usually had a, the, the responsibility of the physical side in the rink. Um, we usually have a, another person who's taking care of, of the physical side outside. Um, but that's quite often uh, because we're working with projects as, as national teams. It means that the, the, the club teams are creating the players and we try to guide the club teams to create the players what we want. Uh, so, but when, when you come up to a national team player, for sure, you're, you're practicing uh, totally uh, five to seven times a week, for sure. So do you think then that, that when you get, when you're coaching and you start a project with a national team, mm. that you expect the players to have the nutrition and, and to have the mindset already at that stage for them to actually reach that level and, and you don't need to touch on that quite so much as a national coach? No, we have to talk a lot. Even, even they would have the information. Quite often the players are young, especially floorball. They don't, they don't really understand. And the most important part for every one of us is to understand what you are doing and then to adapt it because it lo it's, it's getting logical. If you just press some information to someone and say, do this, for sure this person or player or athlete can do it and probably get some results in the short term, but it, it won't last because you have to understand yourself and do it from your, you know, from your understanding, not because of, because you have to do it. Yeah. And, and as a coach, um, particularly, <laughs> like you say, you're, you're probably a little bit older than the players you're coaching now. How much does your lifestyle, the way you live, affect your coaches because let, let's be honest if you turned up to coach a load of players and you as a big overweight fat slob who couldn't run 20 yards and you're telling these youngsters how to do it they're probably not going to listen to you quite so much are they so so you live in the lifestyle that you're you're trying to get them to live it's surely got to be important for them to, to listen to you and to follow what you're saying yeah i was i was coaching last year in the in the norwegian marine and uh when, when the players didn't do, really do what, what, what I expected them to do on the physical side, I had to go myself in there and throw these guys away. And, and then you get the respect for sure. You know, when you step in there, you don't warm up. You just go there, you do your stuff, and you still can dominate. And you talk, you talk about cadets. And it was some, somehow, you know, <laughs> quite disappointing for me still that these young guys 20 to 25 years old uh, and i'm 43 years old you know so and and of course it gives you a lot of respect you know on, on the field that you really show that you raise your voice and say come on guys you know what you're doing is it's a good try but that's just bullshit you know you're not even trying and and yeah it's 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 it, it's i think a good leader coach is always leading with an example um, and 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 
it's it's also good to make a smile, you know, to the players. That crap, you know. I I didn't put everything in it, you know, what what I could. Yeah, and I think if that <laughs> maybe they see you step over the rink boards and they think I don't need to warm up. This guy is like twenty years older than me. It's fine. Then you come out and you beat them in a race, or you beat them to the ball. You're more physical, and they think, "Shit, <laughs> I need, yeah, I need to raise my game a little bit." You know? Yeah, that, yeah. The part of it is is at the same time when I come over the rink, I'm I'm cursing in Finnish, and no one understands anything, and, and they notice that this guy's serious now, because I'm I'm quite cool, and and you know, as a coach, you have to like. The main point is that nothing. Nothing positive comes out of negative, you know. Whatever you try to do in life, you should you should try to think the positive side, you know. Positive things, yeah, things go wrong, and the progress is usually in the beginning really slow. But the progress is coming when you create a logical way how to make the progress, and you have to believe in the process, what you're doing. The first part is about it. Create a process, what you can believe in. And this is quite much in, in, in also in nutrition, if you think about it. Why do you create yourself a diet or something which is impossible to follow in your life? Why, why do you do it? The first thing is you have to create a system, even it looks probably, okay, this is not optimal, but I can do this. And yeah. even a, a small uh, kind of uh, good input in your, in your diet and everything, gives you good results in, 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 in the longer run. It does, yeah. And, and every, everybody is different. You can't say to everyone, you should do this, this, and this with your diet because it's not going to work for everyone. One thing that works for you will not work for me and vice versa. So when you've got your squad of 22 players, are you, are you talking to them as 22 players or are you going to them quite individually as you get to know them? So I think you should do this a little bit more. I think you should do this and treat everyone as an individual. Yeah. Absolutely, you have to because players are different, and especially if we are talking about the women's team. Uh, then, then you really have to, you know, uh, uh, talk with them and and ask what they want. And and if if they tell you what what they want, okay, because some of them, yes, they're really skillful players, but some of them says, "Well, I never get down in weight." Um, uh, for example, they got some extra kilos, you know. And, and, and that's quite sensitive sometimes. Some, some of the girls are really like, they have a good self-confidence, you know, and they say, yeah, you know, I'm a little bit fat, I'm a little bit fluffy, you know, and they're good players. And they say, yeah, it could go down, but I can't make it, you know, I don't know why. And, and, uh, and sometimes you just can't ask them. And they say, yeah, I've been trying for many years, but I can't do it. I, I don't know why. And uh, then you can give the advice. You can, you can, you can ask them. And, and to make a diary, what, what do they eat when they eat? And that is, well, when they usually do that, they notice, oh, okay. But, <laughs> yeah. but, 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 but then when you come to, to the real highest level, you know, the, the problem is more often that you don't get enough energy. That is yeah. the problem. That's more problem on that side. And you can, you can talk about all kind of nutritional stuff, but if you make them just eat, all the time that's 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 better than than start controlling what they eat yeah yeah yeah, definitely and um and like i say everyone's going to be different some of the ladies will take the advice really well and some probably not so well (laughs) but uh 
it must it must be nice to go out coaching a team of ladies and and having them listen to you and and you telling the ladies you know how how you want them to be during the day and then then you probably come home and and you know you're probably being told by your girlfriend or your wife what to do <laughs> it's probably like there's a big difference there isn't there between between your work and your home life you know? <laughs> yeah now everything is in balance you know uh at the moment i mean really enjoying uh, enjoying my life uh, how it is uh, you know to come home should be a place where you just relax and uh and uh the thing is that you always have to try to save energy also when you're back home because you can't you know you can't steal from home uh, you should load up your batteries, you know, when you are at home, but yeah. also when you come home, you always, you can't, sometimes it's allowed to come back home and you're really just tired and you need to rest. But, you know, there's things happening at home also. <laughs> <laughs> there is. And, and it's, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here watching you and you've got, a, you've got a, a piece of artwork on the wall behind you that says dreams. Yeah. It's very important to have that person at home. If you can, that, that helps you, supports you and, you know, the highs you come home you're really happy they can be there they can enjoy that but they can also support you when you're low as well um exactly and and that that's that's huge in life you know if, if you come home and you haven't got that support at home that can be the difference between you uh doing well or not doing well whether it be in a sports field or whether you're just trying to lose some weight you, you need the help sometimes because everyone wants to come home and, and everyone has a shit day every now and again you need a shoulder to cry on sometimes yeah yeah, it's it's all the way. It's like the the thing is that you, when you come home, you 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 should have number one the energy to come home in on a good mood. Because if you come home and you and you and you feel bad, then you should you know some kind of alarm bell should should, should ring quite quite strongly. And and then the first thing you want to come home because you you can tell what's been happening during the day, and and because you know that someone is listening to you. Uh, even yeah and then comes the other part when when the things are going wrong you just come home and say you know this day was crap you know you know not, not, nothing went my way and and <laughs> that's uh, um yeah because that's that's life sometimes also it is and and you obviously like I say you obviously get bad days you obviously have negative thoughts i think we talked about that briefly in part one you, you must get the negative thoughts when you're trying to do so much and you try to do your day job, you coach, you play and everything else. How do you deal with the negative thoughts? Cause even I know that some days as positive as I am, some days I get up and it's, it's just not, it's not going my way. It's just not a good day. How do you deal with them days? Uh, I'm quite experienced with all, all kind of stuff. Like, like I think, quite many bad things has happened to me as well in life and i know that everything good stuff is always it's uh, occasional bad stuff is also occasional um sometimes i've been thinking that okay i won't i won't survive this stuff you know uh, <laughs> probably sometimes i've been thinking I, I don't want to survive this stuff anymore but but you know anyway the next day is coming and 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 uh, and suddenly there comes a surprise, you know. Also, when you when you waited for the, you know, when it's less uh, expected, you know, surprises are coming. So uh, yeah, it's. What, 
what do you do to pick your mood up though if you're if you're having a bit of a crappy day um is i know a lot of people resort to food um to to pick their mood up and to make them happy so other people go for a run other people choose to meditate some people you know might go out for a meal with their wife their partner or something like that is there anything you do particularly that that helps pick you up i play floorball (laughs) (laughs) and you do you take the shit out on everyone else do you yeah no i don't think I get the energy from the, from the thing, you know, I just go and play. I enjoy it. You know, it's, it's so simple, you know, it's because I just noticed that it's life is like in math on mathematical terms said a, a sin curve, you know, a curve, which is going up and down and, and you can't avoid it. And, and only your way, how you, how you want to respond to it. You can always choose your angle where you want to, you know, how you want to experience it. Do you want to look at it from the negative side or do you want to look at it from the positive side? You know, I would, usually when, when things don't go well, um, I'm, I'm thinking, what do I learn from this? You know, next time I know better. I hate the situations when I do the same mistake two times. You know, I hate it. I really, then I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm just cursing myself that I'm an idiot, you know. Like then I laugh to myself because it's like, you know, it's because anyway, it's, it's life, you know, <laughs> it is. So, um, you, you're lucky you've got that, that kind of outlet with the floorball and that you can still enjoy it. I think the reason I retired was because, because I, well, I, I retired officially because I got injured a lot and I tore my ligaments a few times, but it become too much and the coaching running the club and playing, I, I think that's the main thing. I lost the enjoyment of it and going yeah. to, going to training was a, Oh, it's Tuesday night and I've, you know, I've got to go there. I've got to be there for eight thirty, and I've got to run the training. I've got to play as well. And I found that I'd be running training. I'd be coaching, but I wouldn't actively be playing in that session, but then I would play yeah. at the weekend and I'd be rusted. I'd be rubbish. Um, and I just lost the love of it for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. Do, mm-hmm. I could say, do you, do you ever think um, any thoughts on retirement now as you get a bit older or have you still got the passion for the game that, that you're not even thinking down that route yet? No, it's, it's, uh, I, I need to keep myself, uh, you know, going. And, and, and uh, the more I've been playing, the more I enjoy to play together. You know, it's not fun to do the stuff alone, but if you notice that you make five passes in a row and you put the ball into the goal, you know, uh, together is like okay guys this is how you do it you know and and uh that's the enjoyment you know to uh but of course the the level of of the game also where i've been living a long time in in bergen in the west of norway it's really low i would say it's low there's good players but no understanding of the game okay no understanding of the game is probably a little bit harsh to say but 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 uh, as, as a team philosophy, it's not quite there. You think the individual skills are there, but maybe not the team knowledge. Is that what you mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So even they would put the best players there uh, in, 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 uh, in one team, and then it would take some average, you know, skilled, play, skilled players from, from Finland or Sweden. Um, you know, the result would be, you know, really clear for 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 the other teams 
because because you know if 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 a team is playing together, five guys together, you know, protecting their own goal, you can't go through there alone. It's impossible. But but again, if you can play together, then that's totally other history, other story, you know. It is. I'm um, I'm heading over to Sweden in a couple of months after recording this. Yeah, three months from now. Um, right. Who knows? I might uh, I might I might find a club. I might be able to might be able to have a go. It's been a couple of years. Probably Sweden is not the place to go and play if you've not played for a couple of years. <laughs> no, the thing is that you find a lot of places to play. You know, with with. Uh, like all kind of levels and 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 uh but the thing is that there's so many people playing the game and 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 they really understand the game because they see the game all the time they understand what works and what doesn't work and and, and so on but if you never experience anything else than the level what you've been watching at your place um you know you don't get any perspective you know you need like just to keep your mind mine open i was in, in this league team and they had a the kind of a cool down session uh in the highest league in finland and what did we do we had a mental coach and a dancing trainer who put us to dance yenka yenka what is that Yen- yenka it's a traditional finnish dance and okay. and 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 of course, like I said at once, yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I, I'm volunteered, you know, I go, you know, in the front because it's about, and that's why probably, um, I keep myself, you know, kind of fresh in a way. I always want, if, if I, I promised myself that I have to always say, if someone is asking, do, do you want to try this? I'll say, yes, let's try it. You know, let's do it, you know, and, and, um, that's, the main idea also of a progressing player or a person to always be open to get a new input, you know, some, something new because I didn't have a clue what it was. And, and yeah, okay, I understand something about rhythm. So, so I found it somehow I wasn't good, but it was fun at the same time. People were laughing and, <laughs> but every, everyone was dancing at, at after a while, you know, anyway. And, and the thing is that, you kind of develop your brain in it, you know. You 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 create a new kind of dimension of thinking again. Yeah, yeah. Change change is very positive, and it opens up opens up new avenues yeah. for you. You know, things. Yeah. If you do the same things over and over again, you're always going to get the same results over and over again. So, exactly. trying new things. And that's, is... and, and that's probably that's probably a thing thing also with you when you were playing and, and trying to to keep all control on all the stuff and, and, and people are doing the same stuff. Uh, you should just mix the whole thing, you know, and, and give new roles to people and, and just make them do it. And, and, and it would open up also their perspective in things. Yeah. Give a different viewpoint for, for different people is, is a good yeah. way to look at it. Yeah. 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 Um, so what's, what's the plan for Thomas then in the next five years? Do you, do you have a five year plan? One-year plan, ten-year plan, anything like that? Yeah, I have a one thousand days plan always. Okay, one thousand days. So, so what? So that's just just about three years. So, so yeah, what? What, what is your plan for three years from now? Three years. Three years. I've been <clears throat> promising myself to uh, to number one, um, 
I just came to Finland uh, a short while ago and uh, I'll give this company where I'm working, uh, I'll give them, you know, I give them three years without thinking, you know, too much. Um, they say my work will be really hard. Uh, they said, you probably won't be doing any kind of, you know, big sales before, you know, half a year, seven, eight months, because that's how this business is going. Some, some stuff is happening. Well, I broke the thing after two months, two and a half months, I made, made my first sale. So, so, uh, um, I find it quite fast and, uh, uh, yeah, I, I will try my, I would say I'm trying my life now, the next 1,000 days, you know, this way what I choose to do it right now. And uh, because nothing happens over the night, you know, you can't expect good results and, and, and even in your private life in, in, uh, in just some weeks or months. Um, of course, you have to have short-term, you know, goals as well um, to that, you know, we need the positive input also, you know, we, we, we need to feel, you know, uh, we need to feel, you know, to reach something, we need to reach something time after time, probably every week we need to reach something, some kind of goal. But sometimes the goal is also to, to survive until Friday, you know, to, <laughs> to <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, sometimes it's good. Yeah. But I would hate to go to work to wait when I go on Monday to work that I'm waiting for Friday. I would quit the work at once, you know, because it's, it's not worth it, you know. Let's not, we, we spoke before, didn't we, about having, having the passion into something to, to get you up out of bed. It doesn't feel like work if you actually enjoy it. You don't feel like yeah. you must finish at five o'clock because, I mean, I, I love what I do and I work, I work now. It's late in the evening on Sunday night. I don't feel yeah. like I'm working. I enjoy it. I'm talking to you. It's, it's wonderful, yeah. you know, it's not, it's not yeah. a job. Yeah, it's, it, it, that's life, you know. And I think before it was like this, you know, people were having work as part of their life. Now it's really many people, especially young people who don't really think about work as part of life. They think, I have to do this. Yeah. And already then you've gone wrong, I think. Yeah. Young, young people that, like us, obviously. Exactly. <laughs> we are a little, a little bit on the probably a little bit older side then already. Because <laughs> I think things has changed, I think, quite much from the, I don't know. Uh, I can't put any date, but, but it's like, uh, I don't know. My grandparents, their, their, their life were, it was a lifestyle to have a, have a, have a farm, for example. You, you went to work when you had to go to work and then you could have free when you had free. And, uh, they, they were enjoying their life. I think totally another way what people usually are nowadays. Like I hear so many people moaning, like, "Yeah, I have to go to work." And I hope Friday comes soon. Like uh, I don't get you, you know. You know, you have to you have to demand more from your life. You know, yeah. it's 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 too much if you have to throw away eight hours a day, you know, of your life. But, is... but again, again about this uh, some some goal. Um, uh, I think I want to still like. Work is one part of it. Then, of course, coaching. Um, we're starting now a, a new project 
which is uh, in the middle of Europe. And that's taking about three years now. So that's also going into that, this 1000 days plan of, of mine. And um, on my private life side, of course I got plans also uh, to, uh, to uh, spend a lot of time with my girlfriend, and and I hope everything is. Uh, I don't hope. I work for it. I give time to it to that it will develop to the, you know, to, you know, to good direction because it also needs effort. It doesn't come for free. It doesn't. You you said it just there. You change from hope to no. I work at it, and and we have to work at it. Relationships are a hard work you know we, we both live in busy lives and and we have to make the time and like you said come home from from your busy day making sure that you're you're not coming home empty you're coming home and you've got energy and love to give to your girlfriend and and that you can enjoy the time you do spend with her it's yeah very important yeah. so what um if if you could give one piece of advice just before we wrap up then one piece of advice to all the listeners to to live a healthy life what what would you say to someone that they could do tomorrow to improve their health? You have to listen to your own body. You have to, you have to feel it. You have to understand, you, you know, even you are 70, 80 years old, 90, 100, you have to feel the energy. Um, uh, I think it's, everyone is talking about the physical energy, but I think it's more about the mental energy because, because I notice if I eat really bad, try to eat, you know, burgers and pizzas for three days in a row and and, and, and the, the third day you you don't want to wake up you know you don't want to stand up from the bed anymore um i don't know you have to find the stuff the food i just read so much about i've been reading i i got one thing which which i've been kind of struggling with in with my uh, kind of on, on the physical side all my life and i've been like having a a uh, hard time to find out the right kind of nutrition for myself. And I found out quite much the last years, you know, when I'm, my kind of uh, best years are already kind of behind. <clears throat> I was thinking about everything else, everything else I've been trying, looking for, you know, the, the, the all kind of different, different kind of uh, food stuff, uh, uh, milk, flowers, uh, what could be hard to kind of uh, to digest for my body? I never, but I never was thinking about meat, and that's what I've been, you know, putting down a lot, you know, really a lot. I've been having a couple of weeks of of vegan uh, nutrition, you know, diet. I love it, you know, I really love it. And 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 before I was joking, you know, if that, you know, uh, I don't. You know, I made agreement with the rabbits, you know, I don't eat their food and they don't, they don't drink my booze, you know, like that was my, that, no, no, but that was like the, the kind of normal manly way of thinking and, and, you know, saying, but really like, uh, like two things what I've done, it's less meat and, uh, I, I've started to do a lot of smoothies, you know, a lot of smoothies, green smoothies, you know, it's so easy to to get so much good nutrition, you know, into your diet. And uh, that's probably, you know, find your own stuff that, you know, and how easy it is to do yeah. that, you know. Less yeah. meat, that's not, so e that's not so hard. Don't put it in your mouth, you know. It, ta it tastes good, 
but but then you know so that's something what i've been kind of waking up a little bit too late to be honest yeah i'm, I'm no different I've, I've made that switch myself recently and yeah pro- probably should have done it 20 years ago or been aware of it 20 years ago but what i love about that bit of advice i, I never told you i was going to ask you that question and you yeah. answered that within a second you know, listen yeah. to your own body. And it's, it's the most amazing bit of advice that anyone could listen to. Um, yeah. And just like you, you said it very early on, take a diary, take notes of how you, not just what you eat, but how that food makes you feel. Whether you're an athlete, whether it's just your day-to-day life, are you feeling tired in the afternoon? Do you need a nap? Let's look at what you've eaten prior to that to make you tired. You just said it again there, eat burgers and chips for three days, you're going to feel tired, you don't want to get up. So yeah. that's... That's a perfect, perfect bit of advice. Thank you very much, Thomas. Yeah, thanks. It was really fun. So there we go. As as I promised, a little bit deeper than part one. Um, A couple of dark places that we got into there, I think, that I'm sure everyone who's listening has these dark places, you know, that there is times when we, we are just looking at the clock and counting down till Friday. We're waiting for the weekend to begin, you know, and then when the weekend comes, we don't want it to end because we don't want to go back to work. We've all been there. And I've said it many times. It's it's not the situation that really defines us, but how we react to the situation in life that really defines us and helps us in life and helps us move forward in a positive way. So to hear that someone as well developed as Thomas and someone who puts so much effort into their mental and physical strength still finds it tough at times, but has ways of dealing with it. And as he said, some days... He doesn't deal with it quite so well, but he knows there's, there's always something around the corner. There's always something, a situation that can turn, change and surprise. So I think he's got a very, very level head on him. And me and Thomas have had many deep conversations uh, late at night talking about things like this. And he has got a very sensible head on his shoulders. And he can look at things in a very clear and positive way. And he does understand that, you know, sometimes things are good. Sometimes things are bad. That is life. As he said, like a sin curve, it goes up and down. And that's the same for all of us. No one has a magic life that is just continuously on the up curve. It doesn't work like that. But how we deal with it, that's what makes the difference. I've really enjoyed talking to Thomas in these two episodes. And I really hope that you guys have got a lot out of it as well. And don't forget to head over into the show notes on the podcast. You can connect with both myself and Thomas. And if you do get a few minutes, guys, please head over to iTunes. Please subscribe and rate and review the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. And I know the guests would as well because the guests come on and they supply their time and their information. I'm sure they'd love to know that you guys are listening to it and getting great value from it as well. Coming up in episode 11, I've got a fantastic lady who is a performance chef. Um, if you're not quite sure what that means, she, she cooks for professional athletes. She goes into their own homes and she cooks their dinners for them so that they can perform in their sport or in their profession at the top of their game whilst not worried about cooking their own food. So, so tune into that one. That's, that's a real insight into how top athletes live and how, and again, much like Thomas, how we can use the same habits and lifestyles of the top athletes and that can trickle down into our own lives to enhance our own performances every single day. You've really got to look forward to that. So tune in to episode 11 in a couple of days' time with Rachel Muse. You're going to love it, guys. In the meantime, please take care, be happy, enjoy life, and I'll speak to you again in a few days' time.